0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Things My Boyfriend Likes, the podcast where I try to impress my boyfriend by talking about things he likes. I'm your host, Victoria, brought to you today by caffeine and spite. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about episodes 19 through 21 of Digimon Adventures. But before we get into that, I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who's been sending crucifixes and holy water to our PO box. It really means a lot to know so many people want to help with Theo's recovery. Thank you so much. I know it means a lot to him. I would like to ask though, that people stop sending cleansing crystals. They're very sharp when he levitates and throws things. Uh, Crucifixes, we've been able to nail to the wall, but uh, not so much the crystals we are going to instead save all of those as a present for him after his recovery. Now, on to the episode. Things, um, things took a bit of a weird turn here. So we find out that the kids are digital versions of themselves, not flesh and bone, but bits and data. Personally, that would give me an existential meltdown. But I think they spend not even all of five minutes wondering about it. They really take it in stride, uh, leaving frankly a lot of important questions unasked and unanswered. Now, I've seen very few Black Mirror episodes. I don't like it. It makes me feel squicky. However, I did see the episode they did where there was a guy at a company who was digitally uploading a bunch of his coworkers to this program that he'd written where they were essentially a Star Trek crew. and He could play God and torture them in any way he saw fit. The main character was a woman who was in there because she wouldn't fuck him. Um, it was creepy as hell. So these digital copies of these people had all the same memories, but were separate entities, new beings created for him in his own world. These people had a lot of questions about what it means to be a clone, and if they're the same person as the outside version of themselves. But this is Digimon. So in Digimon, they don't really freak out about it. In Black Mirror, the grown adults are having panic attacks, but the children alone in the Digiverse, totally chill. The psychological and physical implications of this are truly horrifying. Just just way beyond what should be acceptable in a kid's show. But I guess they're just relying on the viewer taking a tie approach and not thinking too much about it. <laughs> One big difference between the two shows is that it becomes clearer over the course of these three episodes that the digital world and the real world are intricately linked to one another. Actions in the digital world can affect the real world, and presumably vice versa. I think being able to have that agency in the real world and not be totally separate from the people they aren't but remember being could be a little bit grounding. It gives you a tangible effect that you can create in what you think of as your life, even though that was never your life. It means you're not completely divorced from your old reality. But Boro, hello. Hi. Boro today is our guest host. He is just getting more comfortable on top of the freebie printer, where he is watching the birds. Where were we? Oh, yes, he's coming over to. Hello. Hi, do you have anything to add? Do you have anything to add? Mm-hmm if you can hear borrow eating, um, I apologize. Moving on. If your memories are just an illusion, doesn't that affect the way that you think about going home, quote unquote? Where is home for them? If it is not in their past? If they're only bits of data, could they give themselves new memories and not miss their old lives? What can and can't they edit about themselves? Could they become Digimon switch out their noses? In theory, everything should be editable. But that's, that's a whole other can of worms, letting a tech savvy child edit your DNA in real time. And what about the fact that if they're digital, they can't go home? We see Ty in episode 21 go back to the real world. But based on the information they learned in episode 19, that shouldn't be possible? I'm hoping the logic gets cleared up on that one, because that still doesn't make sense to me. And, like, having written this script and then watched a few more episodes ahead, it just, it continues to not make sense. And I don't think that this should have been a plot point at all, frankly, because it, it is so disjointed. Because we see them not, they've been effectively sucked into the digital world, digitized. Their human bodies. Who knows what has happened to them because they're not back in the real world. So it's not like they're, at first it seemed like there was a parallel universe thing going on. But now it seems like they're very much not. So they've been digitized. Which, like, doesn't mean their human bodies have died. does it mean when they go back into the real world, they're still digital in some way. Could they give themselves superpowers? It just doesn't... It's not internally consistent. Not to mention... Like, are are they even human at this point? It seems like... They aren't. So what happens if someone just deletes the program? Can their files be corrupted? And what are the implications of that? Would they turn into evil Digimon? Can they get sick? Mimi talks about eating and going to the bathroom, and it seems like they, even though they still feel like the urge to do that, they don't actually have to fulfill any of those biological needs. So, and this also has the implication of So far the stakes have been largely based around survival. We talked about this a lot in the first couple of episodes when we were comparing this version to the newer version, and that the stakes based around the kids needing to survive in this strange world, and being completely alone, and needing to, you know, ration their food, and like figure out where they're going to get water and shelter, is very much driving them forward and helping create tension here. Um, So if they no longer have to worry about any of that stuff, the tension kind of goes out the window. And I know that they're trying to add some by saying that the digital world and the real world are connected. So they're, you know, saving their own families and all of that stuff. But like, it, it feels like you shouldn't swap those things out. Like, it feels like it should be building, not substituting one for another. Especially as we like get further and further. Like, we're getting close to the midpoint here, which... Traditionally, there's there's some sort of shakeup or acceleration of the timeline, something needs to happen at the midpoint to create momentum and keep things moving forward, and it doesn't feel like this is entirely successful. And it's just really never completely unpacked in a way that I, as an adult, would like to see. <laughs> it just really feels like a can of worms the writers should not have opened. Um, it it feels like it's it wasn't entirely well like they didn't consider all of the the potential ramifications of that decision. Um, so in episode nineteen, Izzy figures that out, and honestly, that should have taken us like a whole season to unpack. Um, but by episode twenty, we're we're moving on, we're done. Um, in episode twenty, Sora gets kidnapped by another Digimon trying to defeat Edamon. Edamon in an effort to defeat that Digimon, overloads himself with power. We finally get to meet MetalGreymon, which is fun. If I was an eight-year-old boy, I'd be stoked. Then we get to episode 21. Due to Edamon's power overload, Ty is sucked back into the physical world, somehow. We don't understand how. He soon realizes that he is back in his hometown on the same day he left. Before he left, actually. We spend some time contemplating the complexities of time travel, and whether or not Ty has a twin of himself in a parallel universe. Is it the same universe that they were sucked out of? And again, an adult show would take seasons to unpack this, but we move through it really quickly here so as to not melt any child brains, I guess. Um, I don't know if we ever get an answer to that question either. yeah, it's it really went hard sci-fi, um, hard mindfuck sci-fi, and I was I was really not expecting this. <sighs> so we meet Ty's sister, um, who has apparently already been to the digital too. Based on clues in the first episode of the twenty twenty series, this is unsurprising to me, but it makes a nice reveal here. I don't know why they would rush that in the new version, aside from being desperate to add a little intrigue. Um, But yeah, we already know that the pacing of the 2020 version was trash. (laughs) We then find out that while Ty's friends didn't make it through the rift, lots of Digimon have. They are wreaking havoc, but the adults can't see them. Um, I do like this the adults can't see it, but the children can trope. I don't love it so much when it's only the chosen people can see it, but if it's all kids, um, I think it's a really nice allegory for how kids are so perceptive and see a lot more than parents often realize and how they can have an imagination and connect the dots in different ways when adults don't necessarily see what's going on. Um, I think it's, empowering for kids to realize that and also gives them an extra bit of agency in this narrative when we know as adults that having kids running around completely unsupervised would be a complete disaster. But as a child, you want to do that. You want to be empowered to make decisions. You want to be smarter than the adults and prove to the adults that you are smart and capable and you can handle all of these things. So I, I think it's a nice trope. Um, Having watched a few episodes forward, I know that that doesn't last, but it's nice for right now. So by the end of the episode, Ty is sucked back into the Digiverse as Agamon evolves. I feel like they could have spent more time in the real world. It feels like kind of a waste to have Ty go back for only one episode, when we could have just been shown the Digimon leak to Earth through, like, some gadget of Izzy's or something. Especially since he just found that there's a link between the two worlds, so that could have, you know, they could have all stuck together. It seems like they really just wanted to give Ty an excuse to, like, have some moments with his sister before she gets sucked in the digital world again, which I assume is going to happen. I assume it'll all tie back together at some point, but it feels like in this setup episodes there's a lot that's just being rushed. And I wish that we could have spent a little more time unpacking things. Um, like a lot of the content here would have taken seasons again in an adult show. So to have it all just like packed into one and then not really explained. And I don't know that it necessarily does all tie through the rest of the series. Um, maybe I know you said that like, as the series evolves, it kind of like ages up. So I don't know if they go back and edit some of that or or make sense of it. Um, it's just, it's a lot to kind of take in. And I, I don't, I don't know, this this was weird. It felt like there was a different writer maybe on this part, or just, eh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, in the next few episodes, I imagine they will fix the digileak and have to deal with the Digimon that was fighting... Epi- Edamon in episode 20. Um, I hope Edamon is gone. I really would not like to have to sit through any more of that terrible Elvis accent. What the fuck? Anyway, um, kind of a short episode this week, but that is what I have for you. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time on Things My Boyfriend Likes.